When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I'm Boyd Hilton. Uh, Psychic Josh is away. He's been holding the fort for the last uh, couple of weeks, uh, presenting superior podcasts to the ones that I normally do, obviously. Um, but this week he's in Israel, um, as ever. He likes to go to Israel at least a few times a year, and uh, he's there for some weddings. He sent me a very nice... Uh, he WhatsApped me a photo of, his, of the pool he's staying at, just to make me feel terrible. I don't know why I'm saying that. It's like, not that you can see it. I'm joined by a, a, a glorious lineup of... Uh, Football, Arsenal football fans, and one expert. I like to think like B- Billy Lunds here from out of the subways. <laughs> Hello, I'm veteran. definitely not the, the expert. No, nor am I. <laughs> I'm, I'm grouping us in that. I feel like we are. You know, we keep it real. We're you know, yeah. we're fans. We're kind of reflective because people often say to me when they listen to the podcast, "You don't know what the fuck you're talking about." So, and I, well, the only reply is, "Of course, I don't know who, what, who does. Who though? wants? You know, it's not. You don't want a, an actual expert." presenting this thing do you? it could just turn incredibly different. dry we exactly. keep it dry. we make it wet right moist w- moist this is the moist <laughs> arsenal podcast thanks billy billy Sorry. you've been touring for what it feels like for those of us who follow you on social media yeah years i mean that's just because i make a big deal out right of it. but um no yeah i've basically been on tour for 10 years hmm. and i'm taking three years off to go and study three years <laughs> yeah. off yeah the other guys in the band were like thanks are they thrilled? Yeah, that, I, thought, they? I thought they were going to be really mad at me. Oh, okay. I thought they were going to be like, oh, I can't believe you're doing this to us. And they just looked at each other. They, I swear, they, they, you know, in their heads, they were high-fiving each other. And just wow. Like, Thank you. Oh, brilliant. I can't believe that. Believe <laughs> um, Matt Mason's here. Matt Mason, formerly something editor of Q. Now, you're still like something editor of Q. Contributing person of Q magazine? Senior associate editor of Q. Senior associate editor of Q. There aren't many associate editors of Q, but of the ones that are there, I'm the best. You're definitely (laughs) one of them. Um, And, of course, you're a music expert, so I'd like to have you on with Billy. Yeah. I feel like you're a kind of 
duo of music experts. Yeah, I, I always check what our reviews said about the subway. Yeah, that's another reason I'd like to get you <laughs> on. It's yeah. always really, yeah, three stars. Everyone gets three stars. Yeah. Three stars. I think we've been a three-starer for the whole four, four albums. Really? It says very clearly in the Q review section that three stars is good. Three stars. As they say on the Empire podcast, do you listen to the Empire podcast, Empire Film I, Magazine? I don't, but I should. Three stars is a recommendation. They say every week. Because yeah, it right. is a recommendation. Okay, cool. Very much so. Cool. Um, so I, w- I won't lose my shit then. It's good. Everything's yeah, don't good. fight. Don't no, fight. Okay. We can. I mean, it'd be quite fun. <laughs> um, Matt is also a big Arsenal fan. Sits below me. In I'm on club level. And you sit below me. And pleb you can, level. Pleb level. You can hear the, 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 the guy yeah. who sits in front of him slamming the side of the... Yes, um, the high court judge. High court judge, yeah. Judgmental. <laughs> he, he kind of hits the bottom of the... Of the what's it called? The seat area, he just bangs it. It kind of bangs the side of the stadium, basically. He's banging the stadium. There's no other phrase for it. And Matt can hear him <laughs> banging the stadium when something exciting happens. And we're joined by Laith Youssef, who is an actual football journalist. Yeah, but not expert. I wouldn't, I wouldn't apply that to... to You're the all, expert, Laith. Oh, there's no expert. On you come on, you write football about football for the Islington Gazette, don't you? Yeah. You went to Hull, you wrote about that. Yeah. I read your match report and everything. Much. And you write books about Arsenal. You wrote a book about our um, voyage to Copenhagen, didn't you? Our last Miracle great... Miracle of Copenhagen. Yeah, Miracle yeah, of yeah. Copenhagen. It makes a very good doorstop, to be honest. I'm oh, here it is. He's <laughs> bringing it out. <laughs> this isn't, I didn't know he was going to so, do this. Uh, I just thought I'd hand those two oh, over. Brilliant. Thanks, and mate. You can, uh, you can kick doors open with it as much as Excellent. you want. Excellent. Oh, yeah, 50 to find... That was the last one we, we, we yeah, talked about. Yeah, that it's a bit, bit like an elderly relative. You sort of revisit now and then. Yeah, yeah. You have to, really, so... But the most recent one is the miracle of Copenhagen, Arsenal's unbelievable European Cup winners' cup run and triumph. What a yes. great subtitle that is. <laughs> and, of course, it's topical, because the last time we played PSG, I think, was that, wasn't it? That two yeah, yeah, I covered the game for the Islington Gazette as well, when um, oh my literally finished about 2.30 and, uh, and had a few hours in Montmartre and got the first Eurostar back to deadline date in my own paper. So um, it was wow. a bit of a busy week last week, but... No wonder you've got the beers in. <laughs> yeah, I haven't stopped, to be honest. <laughs> we had to postpone the start of the podcast so Lathy gets some beers in, which is only fair enough. Rehydration is very important. Rehydration is very important, yeah. Uh, before we go any further, let me just say, all of you, I'm sure, like me, are taking part in FanDuel, the one-day fantasy football thing. You select a team of Premier League players for a single round of fixtures, so you're not locked in for the whole season. So it's basically, it's like fantasy football, but you just do it for like a day or a weekend or whatever. You can play, watch, and win money if you're good enough, all in one day. First up, you choose your contest. You can play for free or put your own money on the line for bigger payouts. We've all entered the £7,500 fan favourite this week, which covers the whole weekend's games. It's £5 entry with £7,500 in prizes, going to the top 400 football managers and £750 to the first place. Then you pick your dream team. You have 100 million to spend no substitutes no captains just 11 shirts to fill and the perfect formation to find splash it on the dead certs and hunt out the hidden gems and it's the ultimate test of your football knowledge it was designed by football fans like us well yeah obviously not experts but fans and powered by Optus stats and it's much more than about goals assists and clean sheets every pass interception every tackle all has implications and the fan dual score, scoring reflects the player's true performance whatever their position and we've got an offer for you if you sign up with the promo code gunners then fan will return your entry fee as a free credit if you don't win cash in your first contest up to a tenner so that's five pound entry seven seven thousand five hundred pound favorite that we've all entered use the offer and enter your team against ours if you don't win cash you get that entry fee returned as credit so you can play again for free next week go to fanduel.co.uk enter the promo code gunners in the promo code field to sign up Blimey, billy were you taking notes 
And no, no, I was following it. I've got the Spurs one oh, over here. So I'm just going to tear that up. <laughs> Spurs. Let's let's. Get, I mean, there's loads to discuss. There's um, there's Jaka. Is that how you pronounce it, Leith? Jaka. Yes. Jaka. That sounds He's, like a. That sounds like a sort of Europop singer, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Maybe he is as well. Um, he's a wonder goal. Uh, so let's talk about Hull. There's, so my question about Hull, and we'll talk about, there's lots of things. We've got to talk about the Capital One Cup tomorrow night. Forrest. Nicholas Hawaii. Bentner. Nicholas yes. Bentner, the return of Nicholas <laughs> Bentner. Is it laughing at Nicholas Bentner already? I'm sorry. No, Lord fair Bentner. enough. Yeah. You've got to laugh at Nicholas Bentner. You do. Can and I the just big, say about Bentner? You can say what the hell sorry, you like, Leith. Honestly, you mentioned it earlier on a tweet, so I, I did look it up. There was um, there was a brilliant piece by Daniel Taylor. I did read it uh, a couple of weeks ago in The Guardian, and he said, we quoted, there was a psychology expert, basically, who did loads of sort of, you know, those tests that you do, and mm. um, he said Bentner scored 11 out of 10 in confidence, so... In confidence. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. this is a man who once took his shorts down to show his Absolutely. like pants. What was that thing he did? I mean, that is yeah, a man it of was confidence. For, uh, yeah. It was for a betting company. For a betting, betting company, company yeah. Oh, I, mean, I think I remember reading that because the, the consultants who did the tests on him came out in stitches. Yeah. They couldn't yeah. contain themselves. Some might yeah. say overconfident. Yeah. <laughs> in comparison yeah, to actual line, ability, is that? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, yo, all you have to do is look at the quotes. Didn't he say something along the lines of, uh, there's Messi and then there's Ronaldo and oh, soon it will be Bentner or something like that. What an idiot. Uh, so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about him. We've talked about him already, really. I think we've covered him. We can go over him we'll again. go over it again. Um, also, I want to talk about um, uh, the, the situation. Let's, I want to talk about the general thing that's happened. The theme that's happened in social media this week, Twitter, is people talking about how if you criticise the team selection before the game, which is what I like to do all the time, you're an idiot because, you know, it, he's the manager and you're not the manager. All this whole thing about, you know, basically what it comes down to is should you be allowed to criticise the team, Arsenal, slash the manager, as a fan that pays nearly £3,000 a year to, for the, for the, to, to go and see the team. I'll talk all about that, basically, that kind of thing. But... Hull, did you watch Matt? Did you watch how much of it? Did you watch it on a, on a dodgy stream? Did I you go? It, I watched it on a quite remarkably good stream. Yeah, I had a good stream. Yeah. I had a good stream. I'm not sure it was a new stream. I'm not sure if it's going to be up next week. No, or you never know with the stream, do you? Yeah, but um, yeah, it was a brilliant stream. Yeah, they also showed it. They showed it at um, the Emirates, didn't they? Or did they? Or yeah. am I imagining it? No, they did. They did do a it. screening. Yeah. Yeah. They did a screening. Yeah, because Lucy ca- Guna was. Uh, uh, yeah, I knew, yeah, I knew. I knew. I'd, I knew. I hadn't made that up. Yeah. Um, you didn't go to the. Emirates I didn't know. I was, uh, I was, where was I? I was in Italy in Tonadico. Wow. Tonadico, oh which is cool. So, uh, I have no idea. <laughs> I just remember around going, where's the Arsenal pub? <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't even a pub. Oh. Um, but yeah, it's uh, so it, how much a beautiful of the game? part of northern oh, Italy. Okay. How so much no, of the game do they show in Tonadico? Tonadico? Tonadico. Yeah. Uh, would it be Tonadico? No, Tonadico. Tonadico, right. Yeah. yeah. No, there, uh, I tried to get a stream. Right. But there was nothing doing okay. because there was practically no Wi-Fi. Uh, so everything was 3G and everything cost a lot. So about sort of two, three minutes and I just gave up because <laughs> oh, the text started coming in saying, you owe us £40. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, yeah, okay, worrying. forget about that now. So when did you get back from this? Um... I got back on Sunday. Oh, so you saw it match of the day too? Yeah. At the very least. You've, no, seen, I, the, you've seen the goals? I, yeah, well, I went to bed and then I... Actually, no, I saw the game today. I Yeah, I saw the highlights and then I watched yeah. match of the day from Saturday night today. Nice. So I, I did my homework. You all that uni thinking. Yeah, that's what I'm doing my research. Excellent, good. Just checking. And Laith, you were actually there. So come, let's start with you, yeah. I was going to start with Matt, but you were bloody there. Let's yeah, I keep forgetting yeah, that. It was, it was a bit what of a strange was it, was it, So my question is, here's the question I've formulated... 
A, was it a expected, exactly what you should do as Arsenal against Hull, um, down to 10 men for much of the game? Or was it a return to form, finally we found our form, pretty good performance with a brilliant goal and we're really good and we're going to win the league? That's a very good question, Boyd, and one I fully intend to answer. But can I just tell you about the story of my day? Oh, yeah, please, God, do, yeah. I've had to scrap two cards. I've I've just gone for an MOT, absolute nightmare. Scrap two cards, got three kids, trying to work out which car I'm going to do, which car I'm going to buy for the next one. Hired a car for the weekend, so I said, can I have the cheapest car? So I turned up to this particular uh, car hire company on Saturday morning, and it was a smart car. Now, if anyone who knows me would know that I'm, I'm quite big, I literally had to get greased to get into the car. <laughs> wow. I was on two wheels all the way to Hull, basically. Yeah, yeah it's what a picture. Um, yeah, so anyway, that's just, that's just so a story. So you drove my, a little smart car? I drove a smart car. From where do you live in London? Um, well, I live in a place, I'm from London originally, but I live in a place called Hitching, which is Hitching, 30 right. miles north of London now. So, so you drove um, from Hitching to Hull? Yes, in a little yeah. smart. Car. I've actually got a friend who, who who's obsessed by motorways, and he's mm-hmm. he's really you talk about how you get to somewhere, and he he won't ask what you did. He was how'd you get there? So I was A one M eighteen M sixty two A sixty three all the way to the ground. Perfect. Got there a quarter to three. A little like, bit Alan Partridge. That, it was, was very saying, very yeah yeah. yeah. I'm glad you got the reference there. Yeah. Yeah. I was about the, uh, yeah. absolutely. I was about to drive to Dundee in bare feet and eat a Toblerone as well. But that's a different story. So yeah, I like to get there early, but got there about quarter to three. Set up. To answer your question, yeah. Arsenal never make things easy for themselves, really. No. They, um, I've, I've got a column and an opinion piece in the, in the Hybrid Islington and Ham and I and Hackney Gazette, and um, I, I touched on it today, basically. We looked quite impressive in yeah. terms of our movement, in terms of our fluid, fluidity, in terms of our creative intent. We, we, we passed the ball well. Even Theo Walcott looked really good. He looked really, uh, really... Hold on. Even I know, I know. Theo, come on, yeah. let's just get this out of the way now. He's had a great start to the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. Back, I, to, I, back to his Hopefully, I mean, we, as we, you know, we're all Arsenal fans. We all saw him up until that injury against Spurs in the Cup a couple of years ago yeah. When, yeah. when he got carried around on the pitch and, uh, and did those rude gestures to uh, Spurs fans. Which but, is um, all, almost worth it, I've got yeah, to say. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone loved him there, yeah. and then, then they went. Anyway, we yeah, won't, go, we won't break over that. Twelve pence as well, going here, man. But yeah. um, he, he was he yeah. was a very very good player at that time at yes. that level, yes. and that, that really set him back almost eighteen months, essentially two seasons. Hopefully, he's coming back to that. He still seems like he's got a lot of pace. He doesn't yep. seem like he's lost pace, but he's never had that sort of positional awareness mm. and football intelligence, whatever you want to call it. It's far too tedious to talk about now. But he looked really good on Saturday. He, yeah. looked, he looked like he was on form or coming back to form. Totally, yeah. And, and working much harder, like tracking back working, and yeah, tackling, absolutely, like at least yeah, trying to tackle yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But what I also put in my piece was the fact it was a joy to see Sanchez. It's been a joy to see Sanchez come back. He Obviously, he needs a bit more rhythm and a bit more fluidity to sell. But also, Santi Carzola, that, that's, that was the main crux of my story, basically, mm. my article. The fact that he, he looks so happy to be playing he looks so on form but as you said he, he was tracking back he was enjoying tracking back he almost got sent off for two yellows well, I was going to say it yeah, was it unbelievable get, it should have really been yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. the ref basically mistook, mistook Morbo for uh, for combativeness basically and yeah. he, he, he stayed on the pitch yeah. but it was fantastic and, and my point was basically Arsenal attacking wise have always been great basically whether whether we win or not is a different matter but the intent's always been there but we allied that with defensive steel mm. and it was very very impressive to see obviously with Arsenal 
you know, 10 men for 50 minutes, you could argue, well, so you should be winning 3 or 4 1. Yeah, but the fact is, there'd have been seasons and certainly games where when they pulled it back to 2 1 with Snodgrass's penalty, they would have, they would have either drawn or won, basically. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's, it's, it's interesting, is it? Because before the game, talking about the team news um, situation, we, we, funny enough, because listening to last, last week's podcast, if you, I listened back to it, and of course, it was before the European game, and, and he played this kind of team pretty much in the league game, and everyone was like, oh, obviously he's, he's resting Xhaka and maybe and um, the other new signing what's his name our new striker Perez, Perez, Perez thank yeah. you you've got Lucas yeah. Lucas slash oh, Perez okay, sorry. no 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 I'm just remembering both his names <laughs> I've forgotten not more, both of them he looks more like a Perez so he does you're right mind, yeah he so. looks more like a Perez fair enough and Giroud they're all like oh obviously Giroud's going to play tomorrow but he didn't did he he, but he, did, he kind of barely rotated for the European. and then again on Saturday, he picked this team and he get again. He picked Alexis up front, and everyone was up in arms, including me. My arms were up, and um, and everyone was tweeting about it. But so are we saying now that Alexis up front is fine? Are we saying that's that's the thing that's fine after that game because he scored um, a couple of goals? I de- I think it depends if we want to get in behind the defence. Um, you know, I think uh, Alexis for a couple of games almost disappeared in that position and you thought well just could you just drift off to the left so you can cut back inside again with the ball rather than running onto it um and Giroud works really really well sort of holding the ball up and then flicking it off to our really really pacey wingers um but it looked good because we were pushing up the field I thought against Hull and it really really worked there I thought for the first time this season our interplay looked really good it's a double-edged sword you think ah you know everyone's on the same level everyone's thinking the same now and the passes are coming off but you can then see creeping in trying to do too many things in the area. I mean, it's interesting the goals, you know, the first goal came from um, Cockland just trying to get a shot away. Yeah, and, and as the game went on, as we became more confident, and particularly around Iwobi, I thought, because he was so good at this and it paid off with the second goal with that back heel. But the short passing was coming in and you think this is brilliant. We're starting to look like a team again, but also... Yeah, we, we're going to try and start to walk it in the net again, I think. Because, mm. yeah, talking about the midfield, because there was also the, the Coxzola axis, as we call it, was again, like, so either a lot of people hate it and think it's ridiculous that he's, and he's not, and that's keeping Xhaka out and El Nene, of course, two, you know, two big recent signings. Are you in favour of the Coxzola axis now? I looked at it, you know, did it actually look pretty decent last week and then this week it looked even better? Because, I mean, Coquelin's kind of getting forward a lot more. Yeah, I mean, it's me. starting to look like a box-to-box midfielder, yeah. which is mm. what, I mean, I, I don't know for certain, it's what I understand he fancied himself as early in his career. Definitely. Um, yeah. And then had to learn this kind of shielding role. And now it's almost as if he's been told to go box-to-box and Santi's like quarterbacking from a very deep position. Is it because maybe Cazorla's losing a bit of pace or a little bit of stamina, so he's sitting a bit more? Mm, and then Because, you know, you wouldn't think it, but Coquelin can move, yeah. you know, when he's yeah, pushing yeah, yeah. forward. But as you were saying about El Nenny and... Um, Xhaka. And Xhaka. Um, that's what we've never really had before, is sort of that quality that can come on and... and actually still push it rather than go ah okay let's bring on an 18 year old who's just come up from the reserves it's like no no we've actually got a bit of depth here now and and some options that's true we're we're moaning about team selection because now we finally we've got options yeah you know before it was obvious what the first 11 was but now it's this huge debate i think but it's interesting isn't it Leith? because if he if he if he sticks with coxzola for the time being, which on one level you can see this fair enough because they're, they're, they're doing it wrong. We won. I mean, you know, we started winning and we're wherever we are in the league. We were second, weren't we, for about an hour and then now we're, we'll be fourth, fifth, fifth. Yeah. Well, anyway, 
But, but, but then Xhaka comes on and scores that wonder goal. And he is, isn't he? I mean, he's got to be a better player than Coquelin. I mean, isn't he? Or, or is it about combinations? Is it about maybe he'll wait so he can play him and El Nenny maybe? Or him and, I don't know, Ramsey when he comes yeah. back? Is he, is he waiting for that? Is he, or is he just doing the classic thing of sticking with the kind of least... You know, no, the most, the kind of, the most obvious of options, sticking with the current team and not, not revolving it too much. Yeah, I think there's elements of truth in everything you say. Basically, if it's not broke, don't fix it. It was, it was a really good partnership. So yeah. obviously, we've got a 35 million player champion in a bit waiting to come on, scores a cracking goal when he does come on. But if they're working well together, it's a long season. We're going to play 50, 55 games minimum. Hopefully, if we're going to do well, I would keep going. I would just keep going. Even so, but isn't the real test like against Chelsea, isn't it? Because it's all right yeah, being absolutely. ten man. Absolutely. And by the way, yeah. that sending off. What do we think about the sending off? I mean, unlucky. Yeah, I mean, by the rules, it's a sending off. Yeah. Yeah. It still seems yeah. they, they need to finesse that rule. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, everyone was desperately googling the, the football association rule book. <laughs> Were they in the press box just to find out? But you're right. I'm surprised you don't know off by heart, You must surely every clause of that rule <laughs> book is in your brain. When I go to bed, So they all thought it was a bit harsh, did they? Um, no, no, oh, it was okay. by the letter of the law. By the letter of the law. Yeah, so it doesn't matter if it's harsh or not. Yeah. he was sending off yeah but you, do, what do you think against 10 man Hull sure like you're right you've got Coxzola and and Alexis fine up front and it kind of worked and even then I mean I'm being slightly hot people have got accused me of being having an agenda but I still feel it wasn't like an, it, there were moments where you're right where the link play was much pacier than it had been in recent weeks slash months and it all kind of came together in the end. But we still laboured at various moments, I thought, various times, especially when it was 11 versus 11. And, and then we've got Chelsea on Saturday. And I just think, surely he's got... Hasn't he got to just pick the best players? Is he going to maybe bring Xhaka in? Surely he's a better bet, isn't he, against, against best, a really yeah. powerful team? Is it best players or players in form? In the best form? But are they in that... That's my question. Yeah. So he's playing them week in, week out. But does that mean that... Are they in that great form? I mean, they're fine. They're doing fine. I'm not... I'm, you know, I'm not saying they're, they're bad. Yeah. I'm just saying, are they in such great form they should be keeping out uh, yeah. a re- really good prospect in I particularly I think those two have earned the right to play against Chelsea on Saturday, okay. basically. It's interesting... And Alexis up front as well? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was interesting I just think as... Chelsea would have a bigger problem with Alexis than they would probably with Giroud. Oh, well, that's true. I'm not advocating so, Giroud. Yeah, yeah. I'm more so advoc- I, think, I think if you take Alexis out of that role... Mm. You know, you you will end up with three number tens with Iwobi, Ozil, and Alexis. All come, you know, if if they can be disciplined enough about it, you know, and all take their stint on the wing, yeah. fine. But I think we'll become overcrowded. At least, you know, the way we sat up set up against Hull. Walcott stayed wide and you almost had Ozil and Iwobi playing as two tens yeah Iwobi was really good wasn't he he's really good the thing with Iwobi is I mean he's only young and we're we're almost expecting that performance of him week in week out but also that's allied with a really good technique really good temperament and a really good attitude and it's it's just so refreshing to see even on Saturday do you see him I I got back from match of the day and I I watched the 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 interview yeah and he was saying yeah hands up you know fair play Sanchez's goal sort of joking about he's 19 to have an attitude like that is absolutely yeah he seems like a good guy don't worry Arsenal will squeeze yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah. do you feel sorry in any way for Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain who Let's. I, I just feel because I feel a little bit about him, not completely, but about how everyone, a lot of our fan base feels about three. Certainly, probably how they felt about him, probably still, certainly until this season, that he was completely not living up to expectations. And I feel with the Ox that that he really hasn't. He's really kind of just hasn't quite reached the peak he should be. And now with Iwobi, Theo on form, I just don't feel he's going to get back into the team. Anytime, no, I think so. I think Iwobi is is almost a revelation in that. 
you know, he's it was nineteen when yeah. he came into the team and just like you say that maturity than the the interview after the PSG game where he was yeah. blaming himself for not taking that chance. Yeah. He wasn't shirking it, but you could also see he wasn't killing himself about it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he was, he was taking it in his stride. We should talk about the PSG games. So another, I mean that. You know, great result, one all the way. But we were again, we were terrible, weren't we? Men's ver- men versus boys men versus is how boys. I put it on yeah. Twitter. Yeah. And Thingy, the striker, their striker, Cavani, Cavanku, Cavani should have scored the four goals he did score in the next game yeah, he played. Yeah, yeah. I mean that. And again, our fans like they're going to they're going to get annoyed by the fact that I'm giving our team a hard time. But that you, you've got to look at the performance. We were incredibly lucky to come away from that with a one all draw. Oh, yeah. I, I was so pleased with. The fact that we came away yeah. from PSG away with a point, especially after that performance. But trust us to be the team that breaks Cavani's goal drought. You know, yeah. he was sort of, it's not such a goal drought, but he wasn't scoring as many as he probably should have. And then in the first 40 odd seconds. <laughs> yeah, but then he pretty much resumed his goal drought. Off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He showed why the drought happened, <laughs> didn't he? Yeah. We've got to say, it was quite interesting. I got to the Garden Hall and um, stopped off for coffee, did my best sort of James Richardson with um, with Periscope, which I've just discovered, which I'm absolutely. Hold on, wait a minute, hold on. You go on the Periscope? Yeah. So on before the game? What you, you broadcast on Periscope? Yeah, obviously you're obviously not allowed to broadcast a game, but I, no, I mean, I, but you, you 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 sit there and you chat, have a chat. Um, I just sort of film stuff, really. Oh. so um, yeah, I've got um, I've got about a thousand hearts, whatever that means, on for two Basically, minutes. Is there Periscope of you in the smart car? <laughs> yeah, that's what I really wish I, I should have done. Yeah, you've got to erect yeah. a camera in a smart car so we can watch you driving to Hull. <laughs> you should say the word erect. We've live streamed deliberately. Anyway, yeah, so I got off at um, Garden Hall and. Yeah, I got a croissant and a coffee. Periscoped. And periscoped it. I bought Le Keep and there was a really, really interesting article. I wouldn't claim to read French, but I know a few football phrases and stuff. And there was a really, really interesting article about comparing Cavani to Giroud. And, oh, and yeah. the way I translated it was, it was basically saying Giroud has got a better conversion rate of chances than Cavani. And I was like, Cavani costs 55 million. Every time I hear him, he's like, you know, walking away. Oh, admittedly under Ebra's shadow last season, but yeah. at the same time, he's... he's, he's, he's almost a legend for PSG over the last three years and I thought no really and then the, the, the front page was um, PSG under Arsenal's fire so immediately they, they, that would indicate that they were they were slightly frightened of us but but when he scored off 42 seconds I just thought oh, they're completely wrong this is going to be an absolute rout here mm. and then when he missed those three chances and I was in a press conference afterwards and Emery basically he, he obviously defended his man and he said you know anyone can miss this you know, but his body language was absolutely deflated he was absolutely gutted about Cavani missing those chances I remember thinking, well, look, the keep was right. He, this this bloke is not a natural finisher, or else a spinner just had a cracking game. Yeah, oh, that's the other thing. So, got to mention the Ospina factor. Yeah, which yeah. Was like another. I was also obviously outraged, as many fans were, that they went for a spinner like last year. Of course, last year he made a mistake. That cost us, didn't it? Yeah. It cost us, but he was brilliant, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, yeah. Arson masterminded a siege on our goal to prove he was right. Yes. <laughs> yes. That, was, that was the game. Absolutely. Yeah. You're absolutely point, right, man. Yeah. Funnily enough, the post-match interview with, with Vega after, he practically was like, he was He was so happy <laughs> that, that our goalkeeper had a chance to prove what a brilliant keeper was by yeah. having to save about 15 million shots. Yeah. On target. He, he did actually say I was I was there, and he did actually have a little smirk, and he said, "We've got two world class goalkeepers." And yeah, like, oh, he did. Oh, he was smirking, that. massively smirking. <laughs> yeah. been, but what, you know, can we defend that? Just I mean, Osimhen's not going to have that kind of game every single. I mean, he's going to no. be clear. He's going to play every European game, but it's going to yeah. help until we go out in the round of. You know, you come absolutely. away from playing PSG, yeah, um, and you know, you made some of those saves. I 
I believe one of those saves even gave me an erection. <laughs> it was it. fucking brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. You it, believe, but you're not quite sure. Uh, <laughs> I just don't want to confirm. Just semi. Yeah, he was incredible. Yeah. yeah, it was really good. And I was really pleased for him. I was mm. really pleased with him because uh, after the conceding that goal, and there was a picture of him sort of looking a bit. Oh, yeah, there was a BS. brilliant still <laughs> shot of it, wasn't it? Looking really sort of just yeah. reaching yeah. for the ball, and it's already passed. <laughs> yeah. um, and after that, he sort of you know he went for it, kept his head up, and you know didn't let it get to him. Yeah, I mean, I'm pleased for him and everything, and he did, mm. and, he, and he did have a brilliant game. But I still think it's weird, don't you, that he is given is guaranteed all the European games are now. I mean, clearly checks the number one keeper. No matter, I don't care what you know, he's playing week in week out in the league. Yeah. I just think it's a very classic Wenger situation that very, he, yeah, he's trying he to keep this. these people happy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's wrong as far as I'm concerned. You want your defence to play week in, week yeah. out. It's, strongest. Yeah. it's not the League Cup we're talking about, it's the Champions League. And it, for me, it, it's been a played well, but Czech's got to be number one for every game. And as soon as the Spina makes a mistake, I mean, to be fair, Czech has made mistakes isn't yeah, this season yeah, already. Absolutely. He's not, he's by no means... He's got a worrying propensity to concede low, long shots as well. Yeah, he has a bit, isn't he? A little bit. But I think, I still think he's like brilliant because of what you're saying, his relationship with the... And he does, and he's just a masterful figure, isn't he? He's just like, he, he seems like a dominant character. Spina, I'm not convinced he has that. Yeah. He doesn't look... He always looks slightly worried, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hunched, yeah. yeah. Although he's got used four to million Twitter followers, apparently. <laughs> he's got what? A Spina's got four million Twitter followers, apparently. Is he? Was that more than Czech? Have you checked? I, I'm not sure how many Czechs got, but I don't think he's anywhere near there. Really? Well, I think do you think he's got a lot of like a cult fans, basically? Oh, okay. <laughs> is he like a religious. Uh, <laughs> he's the Bieber of the six yard box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he was very good. He was very good. But talking about. So, this, this brings in the, the topic that, that I wanted to mention the social media thing, where all these Arsenal fans are getting annoyed at people like me for daring to criticise. Yeah, and and there's, it's kind of regarded as being like a. A spoiled twat, basically, spoiled brat twat, for questioning like the Ospina decision and maintaining Alexis up front, and then because he knows what's going on in training, he's the coach. You know, he make, what's the what's the point of comp- what, I mean, is it just me? I I feel like. The whole point about enjoying football, being a football fan, is to talk. That's why we have podcasts, yeah. Twitter, Periscope, yeah. football journalists, uh, match of the day. It's the whole point is we talk bullshit yeah. about what we say. It's, it's what we do in the pub before yeah. the game, yeah. And, yeah. and strangers don't lean in and say, "Hang on, you're talking shit." Right. <laughs> <laughs> You've got no right to do this. Some of them do, <laughs> but you know, part of the problem is, boy, you're famous, um, <laughs> easy, and you're you're broadcasting on this Steady. platform. To, yeah, uh, to to people who follow you but then don't like your opinion. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, no, but that's the th- this is my point. You've hit the point. My point. I don't, people. That's why I, I, I make the I, I tweak these things. I want to get a response to people and see what, whether they agree or disagree. And if people come back with a logical thing saying no, you're wrong because Ospina's this good. You know, give me some. St- I don't know. Just an argument. Mm. But don't just say you're not allowed. You're not. You have no right to stay, make this yeah. observation. Well, I, I, I mean was, that is yeah. bizarre. Isn't I was it? just going to check what platform you were talking about. Was it a Derby and Jones T Jones or was it Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> people being able to grow a pair and, and be able to realise yeah. you need to discuss football in any platform in any way in any. Yeah. I think it, people are just generally sort of twats. Uh, yeah, they're 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 sad about the the ultimate um, natural sort of philosophy that eventually we're all going to die. Wow. Um, you you reached the existential <laughs> so, crunch. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and they just take it out on you, Boyd. I think, I think it's. I, you, I like the idea of that. There is an existential crisis. For <laughs> I think it's actually. Or yeah. they're just twats. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. What is, I think it is all about Wenger, though, isn't it? Because it's, it is. It's, it's not this. I think. Do you think this is unique to us? Like this. It's. 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 Um, 
I don't think other football fans, uh, most other teams I look at, you know, I've got lots of friends who are Spurs fans and Chelsea fans, and they talk, and they have a to and fro on. To, but there's definitely this like major. Obviously, we talked about it many times before, but that's what it's about, isn't it? That they're so they're so kind of obsessively defending everything that he does, that the manager does. The, that if you question it, that's it. Feels like you're it, it, it's. The fan base is massively God. divided. I think we're one of the only clubs in the Premier League where our fan base is so polar, like yeah. d- straight down the middle. It's Wenger go or Wenger stay. Like yeah. we believe in Wenger or he's a yeah. fucking moron and, you know, he just needs to go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's those I think every excuse possible, like the starting lineup or the post post-match interview or anything like that as a means to sort of go you don't know what you're talking about or I fucking love you it's, yeah. I, I made a shit joke on Twitter over the summer about shirt sales and not buying players and it was a real eye-opener because I had the uh, the Wenger Out Brigade picked up that tweet you know and kind of sent it out there and suddenly I had the Arsenal fundamentalist jumping on me in the end I had to delete the tweet and say I'm sorry I'm not on either side of this binary opposition <laughs> You know, I'm mad. Um, I can't believe you deleted the tweet. Well, yeah, but the notifications are so annoying. Uh, yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was, your notifications. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Sunday morning. I was on, I was on deadline, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's good. I never delete the tweet. But later, I was going to ask what it's like for you because you're all football. You, you write your match report. Do you get football journal? I mean, more than me. I mean, I get you know a handful of maybe you know if, if I say something particularly critical of very, I might get seven or eight people. Thing of fundamentals having a go at me about it, furious. But you, but football journalists get so much shit, don't they? On Twitter, it's yeah, incredible. Yeah, like yeah. people like the John Crosses and the yeah. Henry Winters, if they question anything, they people are like, "Why you fuck off, you moron?" They're <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. "How dare you?" They're just doing their job on. I mean, I yeah. find the whole thing extraordinary. Uh, absolutely. I mean, talking about those, so I've got massive respect for them. I've seen them in many a press box, and yeah. they they are top notch people and top notch journalists. But what I would say in terms of Twitter, use it on your own terms. But at the same time, if someone's going to give you a coating, then you've got to take it. You've got to have thick enough skin to take it. My, my issue is not really to respond to, to idiots, basically, or, yeah. or to someone who... It's a bit like you sort of said you touched on politics. I'm a big cricket fan, and, and when you go on ESPN cricket, it's like, I'm a Middlesex fan as well, and we've got a chance to win the county championship for the first time in 23 years against Yorkshire this week. And... That'll be the thread. And within seven posts, they'll be talking about the Kashmir conflict because the, most of the readers are Indian and Pakistani, basically. Mm. So it's the same with Arsenal. It's the same with... Yeah. You could you could write about anything. I write for the Guna as well. You post anything on the Guna website within two or three posts. It's like, Wenger out. No, no, you're an idiot. So it's... What can you do? You just... Yeah. Get your opinions out there. Have a chat with the same people and, and take it from there, really. But do you think? But do you get? Do you get? Yeah. So you, yeah. you do get. A my lot my, of my proudest moment, actually. I, yeah. I used to freelance. Well, I still freelance for standing. I used to do shifts there as well. Where the, the evening stand? Oh yeah. yeah. And um, did it for the online sports desk. And I, I did the player ratings for Spurs Arsenal a couple of years ago when Riziki scored one nil. Riziki scored me one. People get very exercised at player ratings. One yeah. of my favourite tweets was from an, from an Arsenal fan. He basically said, "What the fuck do you know, you Spurs so and so?" This is a pile of shit. And I was just like, wow, I take that as a real compliment because I've had a season ticket at mm. Arsenal for 30 years, you know, come watching week in, week out. And if someone thinks that I'm I'm a 
a Spurs fan. Yeah, that's then hilarious. I, I've you've done my job because yeah. you've been objective. Yeah. Then I've done my job basically. That's so. Um I question as as a football journalist and insider, do you I mean talking about Wenger right now, do you think this is gonna be his last season? Or, do you watch it? or, or someone tweeted the other day, I don't know if they're a, an in the know person who's about to sign a new two, three year contract. But there, there's no such thing as in the know as far as I'm concerned on Twitter. Because the people who do know would not be talking mm. and the people who do talk don't know basically. So anyone who says they're an ITK Good, uh, is just absolute nonsense. I don't get what, it. Surely people go, yeah, don't give him information because he's just going to yeah, tell everyone on Twitter. Yeah. Because the only thing about football in terms of deals and new contracts and new signings, someone's going to make money somewhere along the line and they're not going to release any information until they're just about to make money or have made money. Everything else is just chatter, basically. But do you get a sense from him, you know, well, yeah, that's hanging out with him as you do <laughs> I don't know about at press that. conferences? You know, what's his current mood? What's his, do you think he's just going to see how it goes? For me, I would say, do your year. Yeah. Go upstairs, go to yeah. go to the Blues, yeah. go to PSG. You, you've earned the right 20 years, you've been an absolute legend. Can you the imagine club. him at PSG? Like, no, people, I don't think it's would I, I don't even sue him. When he, he's not going to spend 150 million <laughs> is he, every other week. <laughs> oh, I don't know, I, I can see him picking Cavani every week against <laughs> yeah. fan opposition. That's true, I can see him doing that, yeah. But I, could, I just can't see him going, oh, yeah, I really want to go to this massively rich club and spend yeah, loads of money. Yeah. I, it's just so not him, is it? Doesn't say you said that as well, it's all all about the bottom line of Stan Kroenke as well so if he is is obviously delivering top four places year on year out everyone's getting the dividends now and all the rest of it the money's coming in through Champions League football it's not inconceivable that someone's going to offer him another two or three year contract and if they do he will definitely sign it Okay. The board you, are going to beg for him because they're, think? They're, yeah, the, he's the board's biggest asset. Like, but if it, but if in the end of the season, say you know, was probably the most likely thing, I'll come fourth, you know, and you know, it, it, it just in the shit, when the shit tedium of it hit, even reach the boards, kind of, you know, when they be aware that that in the end it's just un, unrelenting tedium of doing the same thing. I year think they'll year. just look at the numbers, though, won't they? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. yeah, you look at the way Cronky treats his teams in the US. Yeah. You know, and he's, yeah. he's on record saying you don't get into this game to win championships. Yeah. You know, his big thing now, he, he owns the LA Rams. And yeah. it's for him, it's all about having moved this franchise that was in St. Louis back to LA. And it's a big marketing thing for him. It doesn't even seem like a sport to him. There was the other story. There was the other story was that, that they were lining up, what's his name, the Bournemouth manager. Yeah. You think there's any Howe. truth to that? Yeah, Eddie I was Howe. watching him in an interview, in the post match interview yeah. uh, on Match of the yeah, Day. Yeah, I saw that as well. And yeah. I was just sitting there thinking, I think. I think he could really suit Arsenal. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I've got a general feeling that this could be Wenger's last season. Mm. I, d- I, I can't explain yeah, it. Yeah, no, me too. It I just felt at the beginning sense, of this, yeah. this season, I had a feeling that maybe this is going to be it and that he's already lined someone up or he's lining mm. someone up and he's going to make going to approach he's already made his sort of approaches. Eddie Howe has got a kind of has got a kind of like sensible straight down the line Arsenal-esque quality to him not, not an extravagant figure he's not a Mourinho sure. is he or, no, well, no. He, he, very he, uncontroversial he, the, the board probably look at him and go well he's quite malleable yeah and that right and that. <laughs> exactly yeah. 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 the other thing I wanted to mention that Wenger the, the, the story about him the, the penalty situation we didn't we yes. forgot, I forgot about yeah. that that was pretty yeah. amazing that yeah. Wenger actually came out and said what the fuck were they doing with that yeah. <laughs> I, I did a piece on that and um, Wenger genuinely looked annoyed on Saturday he, yeah, he was right. he was just you know, he, he said Carzola's like the number one choice for penalty takers why did Santi Carzola, um, why did Sanchez, Alexis yeah. Sanchez take the penalty? He said he was going to get the bottom to it and he was unacceptable. And I, I was talking about tweets. I sent a tweet just saying Wenger's admitted that. He got retweeted like 50 times in about 10 minutes by both sides. 
one yeah. to say this yeah, is course. great that Arsenal players are showing character to yeah. you know take the ball from someone else and the other side was like he doesn't know what he's doing yeah. so a lot of people were saying well, Ferguson, Alex Ferguson what do, you know, he would have like immediately suspended uh, yeah. Alexis or whatever or, you know, yeah. but I mean in a way if, if, it happens quite a lot it does happen that players suddenly decide they're going to take the penalties yeah well there was um, was it Charlie Austin and um, Tadic the other day right, so yeah, yeah. they, were, yeah. they were about to have a fight like I fighting think, over the ball yeah, yeah. yeah but I suppose he scored didn't he that's yeah. different any strong views about the penalty controversy Billy um, no I just think it's odd that Wenger actually talked specifically about an incident I know it was unusual someone who protects his players yeah. routinely mm. by saying he hasn't seen something or he's not aware of something he yeah. must have, I mean it's, it's interesting you say he looked furious because yeah. he must have been yeah that was scathing criticism yeah. absolutely right by, by, by reading between the lines yeah absolutely yeah um, come on, we've got predictions to come. obviously it's, it's the capital one what's going to happen tomorrow what kind of teams is he going to select tomorrow now, what, what kind of team do we want him to select tomorrow do we want him to select a strong team Team because this is a chance of a trophy in the Crapital One Cup, or uh, <laughs> see, see what I did there. Or um, do we not care? And it's a chance to play. It's a chance to see some. At least the you could play all the signings, couldn't he? Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's, I'm sure you, you guys know him. There's a, there's a really good lad called George Bird who does all the youths, basically. Oh yeah. And I was having a look at a tweet that he sent earlier, and he, he's talking about the players that train today ahead of tomorrow. Oh, Debushi, mm-hmm. Martinez, Zach, Jacker. El Nenny, Oxlade Chamberlain, Holding, Akpom, Perez, and Ten Youths as well. So oh, okay. that's exactly be... the kind of squad I would imagine he'd filled. Yeah. Some older, more sort of veteran types with spatterings of youth players that he wants to blood. Yeah. Yeah. That's because yeah. that's any, fair enough. I, I, I yeah. think so. Yeah. It's a it's a shit cup and yeah. we it always go cup, out eventually. Yeah. I'd love to win it though. I was at um, Wembley in eighty seven. Right. Uh, yeah, my, so yeah. my favourite ever. My glasses game. broke. Did I? Excellent. Yeah. My, That's when they know it's good. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Everyone talks about May the 26th, 1989, and yeah, that was glorious. But for me, mm. my favourite ever game was the 4th of March, 1987. Yeah, it was Littlewoods Cup sem- semi-final replay at uh, um, White Hart Lane when we got to Wembley for the first time yeah. in since 1980. The League Cup is still a trophy to win. I'd love to win. Wenger's never won it either, so he needs to, you know, I'd like to yeah. see him win with the full set. But, but can you really? Can you go through that hot experience that we had against? Who was it? We lost to Birmingham. Birmingham. Yeah. Oh, God. that was one of the most. That was tedious and yeah. depressing yeah, days in history. It's it such a grey, miserable yeah. day anyway. Fucking miserable. At least with Luton in '88, you could almost laugh and just go, oh, well, yeah, it's Caesar. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But 2011 yeah. against Birmingham, yeah, we that, had, that was painful. We hadn't yet won a trophy, yeah? we hadn't won the Cups, the FA Cup, so it was yeah, like, yeah, oh, was, God, it was yeah, fucking was a memory excruciating. Banished, yeah, yeah, I can't live through that again. Barry Ferguson ruffling his shoulders. Yeah, one of the most despicable things in football I've ever seen. Yeah, absolutely. I've forgotten all about that. Barry Ferguson's one of the most despicable things. Yeah. Do you give a shit ran past him after yeah. 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 Do you give a shit, Matt, about the Capital One Cup? I do give a shit on two levels. I think you're absolutely right, it's a trophy. I'd love us to win it. Um uh, but also I you know, I like seeing um some of the young players as well. I mean yeah. It's good that, you know, I, I expect Lucas to play tomorrow. I remember Giroud kind of got blooded in. Was it against, we played Coventry on a Friday yes. night or something. Yeah, there was a couple of streakers at that yeah. time. And it kind of, it broke <laughs> a seal Might have been my brother. <laughs> um, but, you know, there's a lot of exciting youngsters um, kind of following in Iwobi's path, I think. And I always enjoy seeing them in the flesh. And, yeah. you know, because you, you read people like George and it's, oh, it's, there's really good information on youngsters out there. So yeah. it's really good to see them in the mm. flesh. Absolutely. Can I just question on your pronunciation of Iwobi? You're, yeah, you're, going, with wrong, a, you're going with an I. Is no, it, I mean, I thought you might have Iwobi. inside information. Is no, it, you're no. saying, oh, you think it is Iwobi? I, I, I've just gone what I see on the back of the shirt. Uh, but uh, okay. It might be Iwobi, right? Uh, I think most people say Iwobi, but I'm quite excited by the idea that Iwobi, I quite like it. 
I will be missing the shot. Like, I fu- <laughs> oh, yeah, that's got to be a straight gold. Sorry. Right, let's predict what's going to happen in the uh, Capital One Cup tomorrow at Forest. Lath. I'm going to to score, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Bender to hit five. He's yeah. also win seven five. It's going to be hilarious seeing yeah. Bender, isn't it? Yeah. You just thought we'd never see him again, did you? just he still got that man bun thing? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> really? Maybe to like the Prince of Denmark or something. The prin- prince of De- <laughs> Maybe he was, I don't know. Princess of Denmark? Very I'm not- progressive he, he, in Denmark. No, yeah, absolutely. He's, he's had a, he had a baby with her, didn't he? Yeah. Right, so yeah, yeah. Danish royalty. Like, yeah, yeah, so Lord he's literally Bender. Danish royalty. Yeah, yeah, Lord yeah, yeah. Lord yeah. Bender, yeah. I thought he was going out with an actress, with a, uh, with a Scandinavian actress. But I may be wrong. I think she's royalty. Oh, she also yeah. royalty. Oh, I don't know. Oh, uh, uh, okay. I, no, that's Sean sure. Scales and Britt Eklund, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you know, that's my age. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you, you found out my age, exactly. I'm still thinking about Britt Eklund, yeah. Um, like, what is the score going to be tomorrow night at Forest? Ben the hits five within seven five. I've got to take this seriously, the, the predictions, Lee. Um... 2-0 to Arsenal I'm supposed to be covering it actually so uh, oh, yeah, okay. yeah re- click on the Islet and Gazette for uh, are you, you going to periscope the, the little electric car if I, yeah, Come if on. I can get out of it I will yeah. <laughs> can't wait for this uh, it's going to be more exciting than the game I reckon 2-1 2-1 to, to the Arsenal yeah and Matt uh, I'm going to go for 2-1 and I think all the hype will be about Bentner but I think Lansbury will score against us oh yeah Lansbury oh, was the cross it wasn't it yeah I like Lansbury I think it's our man Triori there as well oh my god it's like an ex-Arsenal fest does, is, is Bentner going to play? Has he been playing for them regularly? Or do we know? If he falls he, off his ego, I'm sure he'd be fit enough to play because I'm sure he played Saturday. Well, he came with the sub, so yeah. He, yeah. Um, he had one shot in the 90 minutes, right. I believe. Excellent. Uh, let's hope I defend one shot. <laughs> one shot. <laughs> Not one shot on target, one shot. <laughs> Just one That's shot brilliant. The whole game. He'd probably have like a hat check against us. <laughs> and then the big one, the Chelsea. This is going to be exciting, isn't it? And, and worrying. I can't, I, personally, I cannot cope with another. Bad performance against Chelsea, where we somehow. Mm. I mean, but who knows, Matt? What's your feeling about? I'm going two 0 this one. I think to us. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I, I saw signs of some momentum, and you know our direction on Saturday, and I kind of lost some momentum in Chelsea's direction on Friday. So yeah, that's true. We could do a Liverpool on the coming. That did you watch that? Though you'd be probably in. I watched uh, the highlights. Okay, yeah, Chelsea were looked abysmal in the first half, but they sort of picked up again. But yeah, yeah they just couldn't get that equaliser, and Henderson's goal was. was Something mm, as yeah. well, not quite Xhaka. Not quite Xhaka. No. no, no. So, what's your official prediction? Um, I'll probably go one-one. Oh yeah, one, just one. just because I, you know, I can't give up on the fact that Arsenal will disappoint me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, it's the only reliable thing, of course, in my life. Yeah, of course. Surely not the only. No, I'm <laughs> your wife. <laughs> Oh yeah, of That's course. Like Sorry. No, I was being, I was, oh, okay. I was being flippant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was taking a bit too seriously. Leif, <laughs> uh, go on. Um, I think. Chelsea fans are going to go through what we've gone through after 2004 straight 2006 where we've lost the spine and we've lost a fantastic team they've lost Lampard they've lost Drogba they've lost Czech they've lost Terry albeit on his way out Terry they were four of the best players in their history you can't lose those four players and still be at the level they were under Mourinho certainly the first time round this is a massive game for us if we can beat them on Saturday that lays a massive marker in terms of not only London football but our, our, our challenge for the title so 2-0 2-0 to Arsenal, I'd say. Wow. I, I made my own predictions. I'm saying 2-all against Chelsea, and I'm going to go um, 3-1 against Forest. You're looking really interested in that, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Feigning interest in my predictions. Thanks, Thanks I was mate. just thinking... Oh, yeah. 
No, that was quite similar to mine because it's a draw, but you expect... Yeah, two all. Yeah. I really think it's one and one one he's, he's also think he's in trouble when he gets home tonight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although we're not live. Oh, that's so true. Yeah, we can, no, but I have to confess. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah you're very honest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let me just say this one thing. There's, there's, there's a um, blogging, football blogging awards thing. Do you know about this? Called the mm. FBAs. And we've been nominated for best football podcast. So Brilliant. all of you footballistic Arsenal, I know there are about 50 million Arsenal podcasts out there, so you have to vote for us as, as the best one. There's only one that matters though, isn't there really? You're so. right, Billy, yeah. <laughs> so what you have to do is if you go, I, you go, I am voting in, that, in the, um, at the FBAs for Arsenal podcast, at Arsenal podcast, as the best football podcast. I'll, I'll do it later. But yeah, if you have a look at the FBAs, it's fairly self-explanatory, Matt. Uh, and why are you sure. saying it to me like no, no, things need explaining to me <laughs> <laughs> don't worry mate yeah, this is your level <laughs> I didn't mean it in that way at all um, uh, yeah so please do vote for us I mean I've never been we've never been nominated for anything before I think it takes like one person to nominate you so it's a triumph it was Josh it was Josh yeah, yeah. Josh from Israel <laughs> so let me just say Laith's book The Miracle of Copenhagen is out is it out now yeah yeah 12.99 yes yeah worth every penny available Looks all good bookstores and some uh, dodgy ones too no, no doubt hundreds but, um, of pages all about that particular journey yeah yeah I went to every Why game not? home and away is, and, and it brought back a lot of memories so uh, buy it and, uh, look at that beautiful crest on the front as well it's a yeah, good and it's got, um, yeah, yeah it's, it's the old crest yeah, absolutely proper old school stupid modern gum absolutely it's got Payne Prophet who's an absolute Football artist genius, basically sports sports artist genius. Oh, nice. there's um, there's a picture of Alan Smith on the back who I interviewed for the book as well. Oh, so, yeah, it's um, a very nice, nice illustration yeah. of Alan. Smith. I actually Smith. bought the original artwork and it's hanging in Highbury oh, Corner as we speak. Oh, so, fantastic! Uh, yeah, that's really nice. Yeah. Thank you very much, everyone, and uh, we'll be back next Monday. Thank you very much. Bye. If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for the Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at thewhistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.